Essence of Azeroth listeners, and thank you for joining me uh, for what I hope will be the first of a weekly series uh, in which we will be covering the World of Warcraft news that you need to know and that you can use. So welcome me, welcome with me here uh, for this first episode of Rested XP. Um, and if you're wondering about why this now, it's kind of a twofold thing. Uh, first, I want to be able to give updates to the listeners at large more often so that it doesn't feel like I am just disappearing for times on end, which, you know, happened recently. Um, but that's also because the nature of Essence of Azeroth, for anybody to listen to it, it's a very uh, intensive show when it comes to putting everything together. There's a lot of writing and recording and editing and etc cetera, etc cetera. and as much as i would like to stick to a normal schedule like other people can uh, it's just not going to happen because i kind of have to go where the muse takes me so to speak um which was kind of part of the most recent uh break and a lot of that was just because real life stuff got uh very busy as i've mentioned before with rachel my wife getting a new job um us moving, looking for a new house, kind of all of that stuff coalescing into a perfect storm of nobody having a good time and nobody playing video games, let alone having time to play World of Warcraft. But however, as you've probably heard by listening to the most recent episode, I did break that. Um, weirdly enough, with World of Warcraft classic hardcore, uh, a thing I didn't think I was going to like and that I've already bounced off of because I've went back to playing retail WoW. And what do you know, um, I broke that burnout by leveling an Eridar Draenei Mage from 1 to 64 in less than a week. And if you're saying to yourself, upon hearing that, Eridar, what do you mean? Well, good news for you, because part of Rested XP is going to be talking about the most recent news that you may have missed if you're not keeping up on it day to day, like some freaks are, aka me. So let's get that out of the way immediately. Uh, added in the Dream Surge patch, I don't have the patch number in front of me because none of this is being written. Uh, I'm doing this completely off the cuff. Just me, a can of soda, which you're gonna hear open immediately, and some uh, Google Chrome tabs. Uh, added in the most recent patch, the Dream Surge's patch, was an option in order to unlock, long time coming, the Eridar race customization look for Draenei. And for anybody that doesn't know what the Eridar are, go back and listen to our episode on Draenor. It's very good. It has some of my favorite performances, including the lovely Ash Parish from The Verge, providing my uh, my gender androgynous Sargeras, which I'm very happy with. And the Eridar uh, for the like easy-to-digest version are the Draenei who decided to side with Sargeras and join the Burning Legion. So, some people might ask, like, well, what does that mean in the context of lore? Like, are the Eridar just good now? And the answer we will find, and you will find, in the new questline called Seeing Red. And if you're having trouble finding this quest, you aren't alone, it's a little hard to locate, but if you look in your adventure guide and basically scroll all the way over to the far right side, past all the suggestions for like raid content and mythics and all that, you'll find the ability to start it. Um, and if that doesn't work, there are two NPCs specifically um, 
that you will be led to depending on your faction, because you can do this whether you're Alliance or Horde, and you don't have to have a Draenei at max level like one of my friends thought. It's really easy to jump into. And I think part of that the reason why it's easy to jump into, as I adjust my audio volume here, um, is that it's not an allied race situation. So this is just new customization options for Draenei, not Lightforge, that you can add yourself. And I believe it adds four skin colors, four hair colors, and maybe some tendril options. But one cool thing that it does do that is a little allied race-like is that if you use your Gift of the Naru racial ability, instead of getting the symbol of the Naru popping above your character's head while it's active, you actually get the symbol of the Burning Legion, and it's all green. So that's a nice little touch. But to get back to the lore of it all, you'll find in the questline that there's been a schism within the Burning Legion on Argus post Sargeras' imprisonment by Illidan. Uh, there are still plenty of legion remnants, both Demon and Eridar, and the other races that have been conscripted into that former fight. However, there are plenty of Eridar that come forward, as we discover in this, that are looking for new measures and new ways to live, and most of all are looking for forgiveness, because you have to remember, um, but the way Draenei culture was, all of these Draenei, you know, these Eridar knew the Prophet Velen. They knew all of these Draenei that fled. They've all lived long enough to know each other. It's basically equivalent to, like, your friends from high school joining an MLM and getting really annoying, so you block them on Facebook. But then when, you know, the MLM dissolves and they get arrested Bernie Madoff style, they come back to you being like, hey, I was a real jerk for a little while. Um... And that's kind of like the too long didn't read of this quest, but I highly recommend it. It takes you back to Argus. It's really fast, like literally 10 minutes. You just go kill a dude. It's mostly uh, roleplay text stuff, not voiced, sadly. But you do get to meet, meet what is basically the head of the Manari Eridar, which are the, er the red Eridar that do end up joining the Alliance. Um, and I'm guessing we're going to see more of this going forward because I think I've mentioned... Um, on social media, and I mentioned in our Discord channel for Essence of Azeroth, but you can join by subscribing in any tier over at patreon.com forward slash Essence of Azeroth. G-plug. <laughs> um, we've been talking about that, that there is some stuff going on with the Burning Legion, the, the Fell Lords, and the Old Gods. Um, recently at the end of the Secrets of Azeroth questline that has been enveloping all of WoW, it was come to found that there is this mysterious box, not unlike um, the box in Hellraiser that is sealed with the runes of Titans, of the Burning Legion, and of the Old Gods. And nobody can figure out where it came from or what it is, other than that it was used you know, the runes of all three were used to seal this thing. And it could be a Pandora's box situation where it was sealed to keep people from accessing it, or it could be something else. We really don't know yet. However, it does, once again, as I've been saying all year long, point towards more evidence that we are going to be looking at a Void Lords-focused expansion. And right now, my headcanon in all this is that the forces of Azeroth are going to have to make a deal to work with the Burning Legion 
to fight the Void Lords, because it's the one thing that both factions have in common. Sargeras didn't want to annihilate the cosmos. He wanted to reboot it. He wanted it to restart. The Void Lords are antithetical to everything Sargeras believes in, even in his crazed state of thinking that the only true universe is one that has been cleansed of anything that can be tainted by um, the old gods and by the Void. However, on the other side, the one thing we do know about the Void Lords is that it is the antithesis of order. They are looking for complete and utter annihilation, not corruption, not removal. They don't want to lead, to take over. They don't want to rule. They want to eliminate. Um, it is nihilism at its most pure form. So taking that into consideration, I have to believe that going forward, one of the things we're going to be looking at is the heroes of Azeroth making strange bedfellows. And like I said, this is all just complete guesstimation and somewhat like wish fulfillment for me, but I would love to see a third faction pop up, um, born from a newfound alliance between Illidan and his capt captive audience, you know, his, his prisoner, Sargeras, in forming a third faction basically made up of like the misfit monster races of Azeroth who are joining the fight because we need all the help we can get. You know, give me the um, Tidescar Naga. Give me the Knolls. Give me some Murlocs. Give me Eridar, like Eridar as an actual allied faction. Just put them all into a third faction. I realize this opens up a new can of worms of like, well, how does that fit into the old game? And how does that work with like talking to people? And blah, de, blah, de, blah, de, blah. I don't care. Like, I think one of the things that WoW needs to do in order to get out of this hole is they need to be willing to break some of their rules because the game has been around too long at this point to follow the same strictures and, and structures and trials and tribulations that it has. And you know what? I want to play me as some monster people. It's, it's time. You know, there's always been these rumors and hints and suggestions that we were going to get to see some of the weirder races of Azeroth, whether it was the Furbolgs or the Knoll or the Naga or the Murlocs or anything else. Like, just, just give it. Like, it doesn't need to make sense. Like, if we've learned anything from this era of live-action Disney remakes and uh, movie sins on YouTube and this need to nitpick every single thing that doesn't make sense and for everything to have cogent logic... You know, screw logic. I don't need it to be logical. I need it to be fun and engaging. And if somebody wants to make a 40-minute video about how how Blizzard is killing WoW by letting me play as a Murloc, I will fight them every time because, you know, I want to play as a Murloc. Just give it to me. I need it. If anybody knows, I need it. And related to that, and in other news, I did actually get one of my Holy Grail uh, WoW um, merch items recently for my birthday. My birthday was last week. I bought this a couple weeks ago, but I managed to get hold, a hold of one of the Jinx plushy, realistic looking, like full scale Murlocs that Jinx rip made for uh, BlizzCon 2009. And I, I got it on cheap because it doesn't talk anymore. It's supposed to have a voice box in it, but it's the voice box is permanently sealed. There's no like way to remove it and put a new battery in, which makes me sad but you know i can make murloc noises all on my own oh that sucked hold on <laughs> yeah okay that wasn't bad
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> so if you want to see that check out the essence of azeroth uh social media feeds um which should be twitter.com forward slash azeroth podcast you can follow us on there and we'll go about that uh unrelated to the eridar and anything else we do have some stuff popping up on the ptr right now for the next patch 10.2 and we're still figuring out what is going to be involved in this Emerald Dream patch, but we do have some info on some new things like cosmetic items being data mined and things like that. And if you don't want to be spoiled for this, you can stop listening to the podcast right here and right now. I won't blame you because um, I'm just going to be talking about this for the rest of it. So there's nothing else to know. If you don't want to be spoiled, go right ahead, bounce out. I love you. Go give me money. <laughs> go subscribe to the Patreon. Go leave a review. Um, honestly, I would love it if, if, my longtime listeners who haven't given us a review on Apple or rated us on Spotify could do so because that's actually one of the biggest ways that the podcast can grow. Um, and on that note, spoilers now, uh, there's some cool stuff popping up in 10.2's data mining, including, as I'm looking at right now, uh, Naga-themed cosmetics popping up, including a Naga terrarium backpack. Um, which was found in the 10.2 PTR build. You can see that if you go to wowhead.com right now. It's on the front page. Um, It's a clamshell with a glass bowl in it, and inside is like a little terrarium with a Naga statue and bubbles. It's very cool looking. Uh, It has animations too, like the bubbles move. And there's no word yet about what this is going to be for. Some people are saying it's a trading post item. Others are saying that this might be a reward from Mythic Plus Throne of the Tides in Season 3. But regardless, it's just very cool looking. Um, And if this means we're going to be getting more like Naga themed stuff, which, you know, Dragonflight has been pointing towards Naga this entire time. I have to imagine that we're going to see Ajara at all yet again, which once again, gives me even more credence that we're going to get Naga as a playable race um, because we're going to remove their queen once and for all. There's going to be a whole bunch of fish people that have nothing better to do with their time, so why not move into Stormwind and open up a cheese shop? Why not go to Orgrimmar and go hang out in the desert and wear like a fishbowl on your head full of water, a la Spongebob being in Sandy's uh, terrarium and Spongebob Squarepants? Why not? Let's just do it. Uh, there are a bunch of cool things like that that have been data mined for 10.2 that I highly recommend you go look at, including, uh, similar to the Minari Eridar customizations for Draenei, it looks like we're also going to be getting Druid of the Flame customizations for Night Elves. Um, in this case, with the lore being that these are the Night Elves that survived the burning of Teldrassil and are now joining the cause either with Firok as he attacks the New World Tree or helping to defend Azeroth. Otherwise, you know, you know, all in all, I think it's a really cool idea and I would love to see more facial and, you know, customizations like this. But I would also like to see these pop up as allied races. They should. Like, the Minari Eridar should play slightly different 
than a normal Draenei. You know, um, Druid of the Flame Night Elves should be different. They have fundamentally changed. And maybe that's something we're going to get more of down the road because Blizzard doesn't seem too shy about adding stuff like that and just going for it, which would be great. Um, and with that, I'm going to leave you to this because it's the beginning of the week and I am writing the new episode of the podcast right now. It's going to be all about um, the origins and the history of the Forsaken race of, of zombie folk, formerly of the Eastern Kingdoms and of Lordaeron. Uh, we're recording that right now. We've got some more Kalimdor Public Radio coming to you, which I hope you like, because it's my favorite thing I do about this show, and I always worry that people don't actually like the KPR stuff. But we're getting more of it. Um, you're going to get me doing an abomination voice. It's going to be great. <laughs> and if you would like to hear more of this, uh, leave some comments. You know, on Spotify, there are interact options for um, polls and answering questions or leaving a voice message. Um, go to our Spotify page. Uh, through the link on social media and you can leave me a voice memo there and I'll read it on air and answer any questions I get. Likewise, if you like what we're doing and if you like specifically, like when I say we, I literally mean me. Uh, this is a one-man show. It is a labor of love and I'm happy to report that as of this week, I've found that Essence of Azeroth is the third most popular WoW podcast in the world on Apple and it on in regards to WoW lore podcasts, we are the biggest and most popular, and that's not even counting the statistics on Spotify, because I can't track Spotify popularity. They don't offer it in regards to, like, charts in the same way they do for Apple, but I have to imagine they're even higher there, because as far as my the listenership for Essence of Azeroth goes, um, about 60% of it comes from Spotify, and about 30% of it comes from Apple. So if we're that popular on Apple just from that, then I have to imagine those numbers are even higher on Spotify. And it's all thanks to every one of you. Thank you for joining me on this um, strange labor of love. And if you'd like to support the show uh, for any amount at all, uh, join us over at patreon.com forward slash essence of Azeroth. We have tiers ranging from three to ten. Uh, all of them will get you access to the discord where you can chirp at me at all hours of the day. <laughs> literally because I'm terminally online and if you really like what we're doing you know consider a $10 membership um, I recently saw another creator talk about like hey when it comes to subscriptions like high dollar subscriptions like this don't think about it as paying for content like in many ways you're subscribing to me you're supporting the process and that's really what this is um, it is a process because this all came out of a void you know, I didn't have any prior standing in the WoW community. Um, I just really loved WoW, and I wanted to create the show that I would have listened to if I listened to podcasts. But, you know, I'm not really a podcast guy. I, And maybe that's a spoiling, like peeking behind the curtain a little bit, but I don't really listen to podcasts. Um, I listened to a couple of gaming podcasts in the, in the past, including Giant Bomb, when Giant Bomb was still good. I now listen, when I do, to Jeff Gertzman's podcast and Nextlander. But besides that, I really don't listen to anything. Um, and that's mostly because I wasn't seeing any content out there that really appealed to me. However, Essence of Azeroth is something that if I wasn't doing it, this is totally what I would want. Some kind of combination of an NPR vibe plus like storytelling and something with a distinct tone. So if you like that and, and if you want to see it keep coming, then consider giving an amount of money. And we've got some perks along the way. We're going to have more exclusive content that's only going to be available to Patreon subscribers at any tier. 
um, including some new KPR stuff I'm hoping to finally get around to. So consider that. And until next week, uh, next Monday, join us again for Rested XP once more as we delve into what you need to know for your upcoming week in World of Warcraft. And we'll see you soon.